I want to do what's supportive of their spiritual progress and not just showing off how much I know because I don't know it all. Welcome to The Christian Podcaster. I'm your host, Eric Nevins, and I'm so glad that you are here. If you are interested in podcasting, whether as a fan, you love listening to podcasts, you want to discover a new podcast, this is the place for you. And if you're a podcaster, you're looking to learn a little bit or connect with a new podcaster, this is also the place for you. We're going we're gonna to dive in. We Every episode, we introduce you to a new Christian podcaster, and my hope is that you'll find your new favorite binge listen. And uh, if you are a podcaster, I'd invite you to come and join us at Christian Podcasters Association because this episode and every episode of the Christian Podcaster is brought to you by Christian Podcasters Association. It's a free Facebook group. You can go to Facebook and join us. Just search Christian Podcasters Association. You can get in there. You can also get a free membership where we teach you how to streamline your guest process to make it uh, really professional and make you make it easy for your guests to say yes, make sure they show up on time prepared and uh, we'll help you out. That's all in the uh, silver membership that we have um, as well. So we have a great guest. He's actually one of our gold members. I can't wait to, uh, to share him with you. He's the podcaster behind the Bible speaks to you. He's definitely developing a lot right now. Our guest is James early James. Welcome to the Christian Podcaster. Hey, Eric. Good to be here. It is great to have you. You you're an essential pillar of our gold membership and and our, our everything that we do at CPA. And I, I love that. Um, tell us a little bit about kind of you and and what you're doing with the Bible speaks to you. Well, great, Eric. Again, thanks. It's wonderful to be here. I started the Bible Speaks to You podcast in October of 2019. And it kind of came out of my experience from my prison ministry, which I'd had for about 11 years up to that point. And I'd been doing these Bible studies every week at a federal prison nearby me, and everyone enjoyed it so much. I felt I wanted a wider audience. And um, so I knew about podcasts, and I started looking into it, and I started the podcast just to share my insights on the Bible, to look at things from a fresh perspective, to try to get new ideas, because sometimes we read the same Bible story over and over and we think, oh, I already know that. But there's always something new and and interesting that you haven't noticed before. So that's what I do. And, And my real focus is trying to get back to the original message of Jesus without all the things we've added on in the last 2000 years to get back to what was Jesus thinking? How did he see the world? How did he see himself? How did he see the kingdom of heaven? How did he see the father? How did he see us? And if we can sort of understand that, then we can start thinking more like Jesus. And that's yeah. kind of where I'm going with the the podcast. Yeah. Today. I love that. Yeah. It was a big eye opener for me when I realized that Jesus had more of an an Eastern mindset, right? An Eastern kind of, uh, or Middle Eastern way of looking at the world, which is totally different than the Western way that we've been trained to think, right? It's just, it's different. So your interpretation will, will matter that way. Yeah. He, uh, I think he had, a. Uh, people talk about 
a worldview. A lot of Christians like to say, oh, they're having the right worldview. And I think Jesus saying, no, 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 we need to have a heaven-based view yeah. of, of things. And whether you're from the East or the West on the world, that's still the world. I want to understand what Jesus meant when he said the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Yeah, right. So anyway, that's what the podcast is all about. I love that. And you talked about your prison ministry. Um, so if anybody's watched Orange is the New Black, that's the prison you were at, right? The the Danbury, Connecticut, right? That's correct. And the book and the TV show is not exactly the way it really is. Not there, you your, know, right? yeah. Not your experience. I understand that, but I just think it's super cool. I I watched a couple seasons and I was like, this is maybe more than I need. But um, I didn't listen to the book though, and it was interesting. But it, but I think it's fascinating that you're like that's the prison when you talk about your prison ministry. That's where you were. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, uh, so Connecticut, like, tell us what what do you like? What do you love doing that's not podcasting? I love gardening. Oh, nice. I have loved gardening ever since I was two years old. And my grandpa gave me a big tin can and said, here, go pick strawberries. And I started picking strawberries. And I realized if you plant a seed in the ground and it grows, you get something from it. And my mom kind of encouraged that along. So I'm always out in the garden in the summer. I'm just really, I've already got stuff planted this year. Oh, wow. Little things in the windowsill and planted some stuff out in the yard and Anyway, the one of the things I really have come to love about gardening is all the metaphors for life, for God's love for us, for the cycles of life. You know, Jesus used a lot of gardening metaphors in his yeah. parables about the kingdom and in the way he taught people. So it's also, it's a quiet time where sometimes I listen to podcasts, uh, yours included. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, while I'm gardening, sometimes I'm just out there quiet and, uh, it's, it's a, anyway, that's probably one of the biggest things, you know, I like to go hiking with my wife and those kind of things, but gardening is probably the biggest other passion of mine. I love that. See, I didn't know that because we just connected over, over podcasting. Right. So yeah, yeah. I, I think that's cool. What's your favorite thing to grow? Oh gosh. I, that's like saying, which of my children do I love more? <laughs> okay. You know, I love tomatoes. I love all the basic things. I used to try to grow some fancy stuff and I realize now it's important to grow the things that are more valuable in the marketplace. Yeah. I can buy some things much more cheaply. I don't have unlimited land. So I would just have a few raised beds and some, some garden beds. I don't have like acres of land. So I have to use what the spaces I have carefully and, uh, but I love tomatoes and garlic and I don't know. Uh, tomatoes are probably, and peppers are probably the biggest. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I have a bunch of raspberries. I get a wonderful raspberries every year. Oh, nice. That's, I bet that's really good. Uh, I yeah. love growing peas and I don't do it. I don't do it now, but when I did garden a, f a couple of years, peas are amazing. They're just such a pretty plant. Um, but then like fresh, nothing's like a fresh pea, right? It's just amazing. So, well, I have, I've actually already planted my sugar snap peas. Those are the yeah. you can eat the whole pod. Yeah. Yeah. And they're wonderful. They grow really well. So amazing. Anyway. Super sweet. And they don't require a whole lot, right? They're, they're pretty. No, you just have to have something for them to climb up and yeah. go out and pick them, eat them off the vine. So fun. I love that. Okay. Well, interesting. Very cool. So you told us you started a podcast a couple of years ago. Um, what was, what for you was the biggest obstacle to getting started? 
I think the biggest obstacle for me, looking back on it and remembering the months before I actually started from when I started thinking about it, actually probably about two years when somebody first said, oh, you should have a podcast. And I thought, okay. And I thought it was this big, complicated thing. I ended up taking a class from someone on how to do it. I'm one of these people that needs to know every detail so that Mm. I can know if I'm doing it right or not. Yeah. I know a lot of people just jump in by the seat of their pants and they figure it all out as they're going. And, and if that works for you, that's fine. But I needed a, a step-by-step process. And that was really helpful to me because then it gave me a sense of inner confidence that, okay, I'm doing this right. And a lot of people will say, oh, well, just start and your first one won't be very good. Well, I not, I'm not that kind of a person because uh, yeah. I wanted to represent myself from the start really well. So it took me, once I started that class was like in, a, in February and it was an online class and there are a lot of people out there doing that kind of thing. And you have some stuff like that in, in the Christian Podcast yeah. Association that, that's helpful in the very same way. Um, and I've learned a lot from being in this group. But it was probably, what is that, February to October? That's about six to eight months. Yeah. I started recording a couple of episodes like four or five months in. It took me a while to figure out the editing editing process. But I'm so grateful that I really made my very first episode um, so good because it has been listened to more than any other episode because I can say, go back and listen to my first episode. That really tells who I am, my story, what I'm all about. And it's a good place for someone to get a feel for if, oh, I really like this guy or man, he doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm not going to listen to him anymore. And, you know, let him decide. I don't care, but uh, it's a good flavor. It's a good introduction to who I am and what I'm trying to do. So, James, that's super interesting. So, yeah, I think some of the conventional advice, and I I tell this to people all the time, just get started, right? Because you need to get going. Um, and you'll get better as you go, but you like put a lot of effort into your first episode. Cause you, was it because you wanted it to be great or you, you knew it was going to live kind of as that sort of monument to where you started? I had no idea how <laughs> great or how long it was going to be or, you know, that sort of thing, but I wanted it to be representative of who I was and what I was um, trying to get across. And so it took me, I probably recorded about an hour's worth of information and I edited it down to about half an hour or so. And it took me a while just to hone my message. Mm -hmm. And I think in retrospect, I actually launched with three episodes live all at once. And that's another thing I'd suggest if you haven't launched it, at least have three of them. So they're there all at the same time, because what people did was in my pre-launch time period, people would listen to all three at once because they were there. If you only launch with one and they want more, uh, anyway, sort of got people hooked. I know some people launch with 10 already as you got to find what works for you, but that gave me a sense that, okay, I can do this. (laughs) Um, and help me get my feet wet and, and that sort of thing. Yeah. I love that. Uh, really interesting. Okay. So that's good advice. I I like that because it is true that your first episode will be the one that that people go back to a lot. And I think that's, I don't know if it's the most downloaded at this point, but I know my first episode 
is out there and people can find it. And it's very, you know, it gets a lot of downloads every year and uh, it's very clunky, right? We had to do it twice (laughs) because I didn't know how to work my recorder. Well, Uh, and that's, I had some, I have to say this as a disclaimer. I had a lot of experience in recording because I had done voiceover work in the past. So I was comfortable with the process. It was more just articulating my message. So, you know, I don't want anybody to take what I'm saying as um, the, the, the rule that they have to have it perfect the first time, because sometimes you do just need to start, but I would suggest this, maybe do a few and maybe you don't even publish those, but get the hang of it. And there's not necessarily a rush. I mean, I know you want to get your podcast out, but do two or three and, you know, uh, somebody told me recently, Robert Frost probably destroyed and burned as many of the poems he wrote as the ones he put out there. Cause he only wanted what represented his best work. So wow, a podcast is a little more ephemeral than that, but you know, be true to yourself. If, even if it's a little chunky at first, that's okay. If it's true to who you are, if it's true to your message and you know, you got to you got to do what's right for you. Don't just follow my example or somebody else's. 100% agree. Who's your podcast for? Like who's your ideal listener? I'm still trying to completely figure that out. Yeah. Uh and I think it's it's maybe it has evolved perhaps. I'm really trying to reach people who are maybe kind of in a rut in their faith someone who maybe is brought up in the church and they have questions about, well, what do I really believe? Why do I believe that? Um, Someone who wants to get closer to following Christ Jesus and not just do the done thing, going through the rigmaroles. It's kind of um, really wanting a closer walk with God through Christ. That's really I, I'm still working on exactly articulating that because I, as you've told us in, in the yeah. uh, group, it's so important to know exactly who you're, you're, you're reaching out to. But I think that's kind of, I'm looking for someone who wants to be closer to the way Jesus lived and put it into practice in their lives. Well, okay. So would it be all right if we, if we hone in on that a little bit right now? Like oh, yeah, if we just yeah, do that? Okay. So when you think of your avatar or the person that, that is listening, like how old do you think they are? Um, probably most of them are over 50. Okay. I'm so, really not a hundred percent sure they are. I know I do have some younger crowd and I do have an, an interesting demographic across a, a lot of different, um, religious backgrounds from Catholic to Protestant to, you know, there's a wide range of denominational flavor of Christianity that listen. Yeah. So, and, and, and most of those people have said they enjoy it. So, but I think most of them are probably older where they're thinking about things, they're questioning things. They've, they've had experiences that they don't have answers to. And yeah. So they're thinking more about their, their faith less through their, they've kind of maybe been in church or something their whole life. And then they're like, 
wait, but that doesn't kind of line up with what I've experienced. And so how do I mesh those two things? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Men or women? Oh, I would say probably most of them are women. I haven't, I haven't done that, uh, stat check, yeah, but yeah. I would just assume that most of them are women. I think sometimes women are more willing to, I noticed this in my prison ministry, women are sometimes more interested in the actual, what does this mean? How can this change my life? And guys, and this is total stereotype, and I realize that, <laughs> but guys can have a tendency more to be caught up in the theological uh, not necessarily debate, but also that's often the case. You know, we like to get in there and nitpick the theological stuff. And the women are more like, well, how can I put this into practice more in my life? And I think that mm, interesting. Uh, both are important, but at the end of the day, it's it's about how are you going to follow Jesus more, not what you're, I mean, the theology part is very important, but uh, so I think they're probably more women Probably yeah. 75%. All right. I, I, I'll have to check that out. Well, it will be interesting. So then what's their day like? What is their day like? That I do not know. Okay. Well, so older women, so probably they're working, let's say, right? They could be working. They could be at home. Uh, I know some of them are, you know, retirement age. So they listen right away when yeah. the podcast comes out every Tuesday. Um, I've had some people very responsive and say how much they enjoy it. And m most of those people are women. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, the, but that's a good detail there. So maybe retired, definitely empty nesters are close to that probably. Right. And, uh, um, and so, yeah, so like, but that's a pretty good profile, James. So you know who you're talking to, right? M mostly I need to, I need to understand it better, but, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Would that, would that change how you approach your show at all? It has because when I, I say at the end of every show, you know, if you have any questions or comments or you just want to, you need a little spiritual support, a spiritual shoulder to lean on, please feel free to hit the contact tab on my website. And people write in and most of them have been women, but they have said, I wish you could do an episode on such and such. And yeah. I'm on a pretty quick turnaround as far my as far as my episodes go right now. So I had done an episode on the Samaritan woman at the well of Jacob and how Jesus talks to her, and instantly they have this deep conversation. Uh, and so someone said, "Oh, I love that so much. I wish you could do one on Nicodemus." And so mm. the next week, I did one on what it means to be born again. Is it a one-time event or is it a lifelong process? And you know, I wrote her back and I said, "Well, I." took your, and I actually mentioned her on the intro of the podcast. I said, well, last week a, a listener in, I think it was Australia said, what about this? And I said, sure. So here we go. Yeah. So it, it, I'm trying to respond to what people's interests are and that sort of thing. I don't know if I actually answered your question. No, I love that. Actually. I think that's super cool because you have the opportunity when you hear that kind of feedback uh, to respond to it directly, right. And to, and to craft the show for your audience. And that's where I'm trying to get to, right? Like that, that's what I think is so important when you know what your audience is interested in and what's actually resonating with them, then you can do that. Then, then you and can, the, yeah. 
Yeah. And the fact that I did, I've done that several times now. And I mentioned the person by first name and where they're from. And when someone else hears that, I think that helps them realize, oh, if I write in, he's going to listen to me. Someone else asked me to write in and and talk about how to pray about racism. And I actually said, you know what, (laughs) as a white guy, I just don't know that I have enough um, under my belt to be able to address that. I mean, I could pontificate, but I'd rather speak from my own personal experience. So yes, yeah. that's the case where I might, you know, interview someone um, right. that could talk, address that. Um, because at most of my, for the most of my show, it's been just me talking. It's been a solo show. I have started just interviewing recently. And um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do what will help my listeners the most. Yeah. I think I started my podcast with the intention of sharing all this great information I knew about the Bible and my experiences. And, and that was all fine and it was good. But at some point there's been a a shift of realizing I'm really want to help my listeners grow in their walk with Christ. I want to do what's supportive of their spiritual progress and not just showing off how much I know, because I don't know it all. Right, right. Okay. You do this, you realize I don't know everything. See, that's such an interesting shift, I think, because I totally agree. I started out very similarly, and then I, I shifted as well, where, you know, you start a podcast because you think you have a message, right? Because you think you have something that people need to hear. Right. And, and then, which is good, but that's really about you, right? Being able to yeah. share. And then when you start to get to know your audience a little bit and you shift and you, and you, you realize, okay, if I'm going to keep doing this, I've got to keep serving people. It's just a different experience and um, it's a different calculation, right? It's, it matters. I think your interest in the subject matters, right? So just like you were saying earlier where, okay, I can do Nicodemus. I'm going to probably like, there are some things we could say about racism, but I think I'm going to not, you know, that's, that's not a, a thing that I know how to address right now. Right. you can decide that. Um, but you're also trying to respond to your audience and give them and, and take care of them. And that builds that relationship in a way that nothing else really does. And I think that's a really interesting shift. Right. Right. It is. And it's, and it feels good to, yeah. to be aware that that shift is going on and I hope it keeps going on, you know? Right. hundred percent. There's a, a service. Well, I think it's good. You mentioned earlier about uh, shifting a little bit to doing some more doing interviews. And I know that took you a little while and yeah. I'm curious about the the reservation and kind of what that was about. Okay. Well, there are two things. Um, I am very, just like we all are probably, I have the way I look at things, the way I think of the Bible and I, there are a lot of people that I love them as people and I appreciate their, their approach to Christianity, but you're not, not necessarily on the same page completely theologically with someone. And, and that's okay too. I love those kind of conversations. And for a time I was thinking, I don't want anyone on the show that disagrees with me because I want this to be about what I believe. And I think part of the shift has been, Oh, okay. So you may not, I mean, anything I say, obviously, is going to be what I believe. And I'm going to say, this is my perspective, but you go read the Bible for yourself. But what does the Bible say to you? That's the reason I call 
my show, the Bible speaks to you. It's not yeah. James Early speaks to you. Right, <laughs> right. The Bible. <laughs> There's uh, plenty of those shows, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. And uh, although I, I, you know, I give my perspective. And so this shift has been realizing that there are things that some people know and can articulate that I am enough in agreement with that I would love to have them explain that much better than I could, because I think it will be helpful for my listeners to realize that there are other people out there thinking this way that's against the standard approach to, you know, garden variety Christianity. I'm not afraid to tip over a few sacred cows now and then. (laughs) And I think that's healthy. I think we all need to be willing to have our own sacred cows tipped over. And sometimes people get really defensive about that. I used to be, I probably still am a little bit, but so, so I just did my first interview that launched this week, actually. And it was a wonderful experience. Um, I had a lot of common ground with the, person I interviewed. He has a new book out about this, about the topic. And that's what we talked about. Yep. But it was, it was a wonderful opportunity to let someone else's lights shine and, and support his ministry, so to speak, his outreach and his message. And, you know, as I said, we don't have to agree a hundred percent with everybody on that, but it's thought provoking. I want to help people think about things in a fresh way. When Jesus said, repent and believe the gospel, that word repent, everybody loves now to say this. I think in the last two years, I've heard that word more Mm. and what it really means, metanoia. The Greek means to think again, to think in a new way, to change your perspective. And, you know, if you only talk to people that you agree with and never have your beliefs challenged, it's like having, your faith is like a boat that's uh, tied up in the harbor. You've got to yeah. take your boat out into the, into the lake or the ocean or the sea and put it to the test. And you come back, you may make some repairs. You may change some things that looked, that looked pretty, but didn't work. Right. And so I'm constantly looking at my faith and what I believe and saying, well, does that really match what the Bible says? Does that really match what Jesus said we're supposed to do? And so I'm I'm a little more open now to let's have a conversation and see where we go with this. Yeah, I love that. Well, on, on that's yeah, as far as interviewing somebody on the podcast. The other thing was I just didn't quite understand the logistics and the technical side of it. Yeah. And that was just kind of afraid to jump in the water and I finally did that and and there is a learning curve there and so the first time was a little um you know disjointed but I'll I'll figure that out as I go along. Yeah. You know what? You It's just like everything. I think this is a message to podcasters everywhere. Hey, look, if you want to be podcasters, if you want to start a show, uh, whether it's interview or just, you know, uh, monologue based, you can do it. Uh, don't be, don't let the technology be the thing that holds you back. Right. Cause that's not Cause gonna. There are, Cause there are people that can help you. Their tutorials, uh, Christian Podcasters Association has been really helpful to yeah. me on that. And I know it has been for others too. You, and, you know, there's help out there. I have been a person that is, has been sometimes, has had a hard time asking for help when I need it. Um, 
and admitting that I couldn't figure it out for myself. But, you know, we need that humility to say, I can't figure this out. I need help. Yeah, but that's a skill, right? That's a success skill, I think. Like learning to say, look, you know how to do this. Show me how, right? And being willing. And there's some humility to that too, right? That's that's important. Um, And, you know, podcasting is certainly one of those. What are your favorite episodes of your show, James? Oh, gosh. (laughs) That's worse than asking <laughs> your favorite garden. Okay. So, so my first three that I did under, you know, with weeks and weeks of thought and preparation, my first three, I think are sort of my keynote message. Then I have an episode called let's go jump in the Jordan river. That was like episode 11 or 13, something like that. Um, I had another episode that, um, it was about being grateful that Jesus, being grateful that there was not room in the inn for Jesus to be born in, that it was a blessing that he was born in the stable. Yeah. And then I've had some about, um, is it ever God's will that we wouldn't be healed? And a lot of people, a lot of Christians feel like, well, if they're not healed when they pray, it must be God's will for them not to be healed. But I really studied the scriptures on that. Jesus never refused to heal someone that asked him for help. He never said, well, it's not God's will. And so that's a bit controversial because we feel like, well, I prayed and I wasn't healed. And we think, oh, well, it must be God's will. And anyway, so I examined those ideas. It was it was a thought-provoking, searching kind of an episode. And I think a lot of people resonated with it. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, I love that. So See, the, epi- th- the episodes that I that I like the best are the ones where I've really learned something in the process, where it's there where I have had aha moments as opposed to me just saying something I already knew. Um yeah, which you know is I mean? which is one of the things, right? So that's one of my questions is, what have you learned about yourself as you've gone here? Well, we kind of touched on that already. Yeah, good. One, I've realized, though, that I do have a message, and God has put some things in my heart to share more broadly and beyond just the podcast. And I'm sort of exploring that in the, in the as we speak. You know that because we've had some conversations yeah. about that. and. That's exciting because I can remember years ago, you know, the the verse in the Bible, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And, you know, not that one person can do that completely, but we one person can do a lot more of that. I have had people listen at least one episode from 96 countries all over the world. I have about 35 on a normal wow. basis listening in different countries. And I'm I'm thinking... Oh my gosh, Vietnam, Russia, Saudi Arabia. Somebody's listening to little old James Early talk about the Bible and you never know uh what that may accomplish. So I'm I'm in awe and very humbled by the the technology that allows us to go out and I think so I have been humbled. You asked how I've grown and have changed. I've been humbled by this process. I've been encouraged by it. I've been inspired by the possibilities. And I, I hope and pray that, you know, God will keep my eyes open to know what the next thing to do is each step of the way and not ever think that, okay, I've got it all figured out now. 
Yeah. We, we should always keep growing. I love that. Guys, I always say uh, new media is the future of the gospel. If in the 19th century it was sending people to other countries, in the 21st century it's going to be sending uh, new media throughout the world via the internet, whether it's blogs or, you know, uh, self-published books or YouTube or podcasting. If you feel like God has a, as a message, he's put a message in your heart. You owe it yourself to, to explore, um, new media because it's, this is how it goes out, uh, going forward. Um, James, I really appreciate you being here. Where can people find you? It's the Bible speaks to you.com, right? That is correct. And that's where I, would love for people to be in contact with me. I'm also on Instagram at the Bible speaks to you and Facebook at James early. Um, I'm not terribly active on social media, but um, I, you know, I, I do respond, but if you have questions or comments, you know, go to my website, click the contact tab. I love to be in touch. I'd love to hear your thoughts about the Bible. If you have some topics you'd like to hear addressed or or concerns about anything, let me know because, you know, we're all here to learn from each other and grow together. I love that. Yeah, we're, we absolutely are. And so James, thanks so much for being here again. The Bible speaks to you friends. You are in your podcast app already flip over, do a little search. You'll find James. And that is good. Again, if you're a podcaster and you're listening to this and you don't have a group, a, a community of Christian podcasters, people who believe the same, who want to help support you. Christian Podcasters Association is the place. So go search us up on Facebook, uh, hit us up on ChristianPodcastersAssociation.com and you can get that free membership. It's totally free. We'll give you some training. We'll help you out as much as we possibly can. And uh, Eric, we, let me, let me jump in and give you a all right because I, I want to share with all your listeners, I have really enjoyed this group, the Christian Podcasters Association, and there has been such a spirit of fellowship and support. Um, it's really wonderful, especially with the pandemic now, we're still not meeting at church. And so it's nice to have fellow Christians that you can share ideas with, um, Quine a tiny bit with <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, but you know, we under, we are getting to understand and know each other and, and help each other. And even just the Facebook group, people ask questions, they respond. There's such a spirit of, of help and serving one another. And it's just beautiful. Well, thank you. And absolutely. That's what we're going for connection and uh, helping each other, which is one of the great things not only about a Christian community, but also the podcasting community where we're, it's very similar in that way. I love it. So thanks for saying that, James. I appreciate it. 